Hello, welcome to What She's Thinking. I'm your host, Greg Schwartz, your coach for online dating. I'm asking a group of women questions on dating, sex, and other topics, all submitted by men like you. To get your questions answered, go to makeonlinedatingfun.com slash questions. So here's the interview. Oh, I'm Courtney. I'm Ejen. I'm Lee. Awesome. So this is a pretty frustrated question, so I'm going to preface it that way. <laughs> Why do women so often just answer with something short, things are great, and not even ask a question back to me? Is this something guys do too? What's the best way to get you to send a longer answer? <laughs> Part of me thinks, like, I I would only give a really short answer like that if I really wasn't interested and I mm. just decided not like I was like either gonna not respond to him at all or say something mm -hmm. or maybe if he said something in his message that made me like uh, I'm not actually that interested and mm -hmm. it's like a conversation ender way to mm -hmm. to answer the question right like, like polite yeah and and like conversely if I ask a guy a question and he gives me like a conversation ender kind of response right it's kind of like either he's socially again doesn't have like that social iq as much because there are people who you might even meet in real life who don't know how to perpetuate a conversation mm -hmm. then you know it's it's like it's it it ends the the conversation for me i'm like no here's how it goes mm -hmm. either you ask me a question back like don't just answer the question and want me to keep going so either ask me a question back or say something interesting enough that would warrant a response. Like, right. you tell me, like, I asked you how your weekend was, and you said that you were racing cars in Monaco. Okay. All right, you can end it at that. I'll ask you about that. All right. That's a great point. <laughs> if it's a super, like, cliche, like, basic answer, then you're like, well, what do I even, like, say back to that? I think you're totally right. I agree. I think when I've sent those type of responses, it's because the question was really boring, such that you didn't ask me anything profound. So I gave you literally the the level of intensity of the question you you gave me is, like, what I'm answering. So if it's like, how are you? I'm good. How are you? It isn't something that's like, well, this is a magically beautiful, like, sunny Friday day. Like, how are, how are you spending your day? Like, okay, that's specific. I can respond to that. Yeah. Um, I cannot, like, deal with, like, little, like, small talk. I hate small talk. So having to play small talk over and over again for me just drives me insane because I'm busy. Like, I am so... I have a lot going on. So if you want to, like, play these, like, little boring, like, conversational games, I'm, like, I'm, like, working. Like, I have a lot of friends. Like, you need to <laughs> make this conversation, like, meaningful enough for me. Like, I'm not just, like, twiddling my thumbs. Like, I love having boring combos. Like, I'm not like, in can't the market wait. for a new pen pal. Yeah, now. exactly. Exactly. And I think, again, you don't want to ask a question that's, like, so hard to answer over text because it's, like, how do I even answer that? Then you avoid answering because it's just too too much. You don't want to be too short. It has to be that middle sweet spot. But, again, I like the text conversations that – it builds in that level of vulnerability and gets to a point where you're like, whoa, this seems like something that I'd actually like really like to talk on the phone. It's a lot to say. My, my, like you make a joke. My thumbs are like tired from the day. Like I just prefer to like talk, you know, like this is a deeper conversation and then move it there. That's always the goal for me. Um, I mean, I think sometimes when I respond, things are great. It, it's most, it, it's possible that I am really just, uh, having a lot of work. And 
But if I do that for an extended period of time, it's probably more in, indicative of interest. So I, I do think it's like, you know, sometimes if somebody texts me in the morning of a work day, like around 10 o'clock, and I'm in back-to-back meetings, I may not actually get around to responding to that message until 6. Um, but I think... Uh, messages I tend to respond well to are if some, it's literally this like, it's almost like a formula where the guy shares something about his day. I think sometimes pictures are really nice, like, Mm -hmm. cause it immediately teleports you into that world. So what's a good first date activity? I like something that, um, I can really talk with the person. Like I'm not down to do crazy activities and I don't even know who I'm doing it Mm -hmm. with. Mm -hmm. I find that if the date, the first date is too distracting with what the activity is, then it's hard for your brain to be as focused and present on just connecting with them and being your open, honest self. If you're super focused on how to shoot the archery bow or how to aim, if you're going, you know, putting, putting golf or whatever, mini, mini golfing stuff. Like I think it's better to do something in a laid back environment where you feel comfortable, where you can hear each other. If you like drinks, pick a bar that's not super loud and raucous, um, has more of a loungy feel, such that you can actually angle your bodies so that you're not awkwardly across from a a long table from each other because you want there to be physical touch available if they're feeling it. So that's no dinners as well because it's too expensive. And also I think that it's too formal. You don't know that person well enough yet to kind of uh, have that experience and you don't want food to be in your face worried about it the whole time. (laughs) That's what I think. Um, so, so I really like first dates on the weekends because on the weekdays that, you know, I am usually so tired after work, I can't really focus on the date. Um, I also think that I actually prefer like smoothie dates or like bubble tea. Cause I think it's a little cuter and, <laughs> Um, I am not always wanting to have a lot of drinks. So if I'm on a first date and mm-hmm. the guy is drinking, having like five drinks, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's that sends a positive message. Um, the other thing that I like, I think the other pet peeve that I have is um, if I am on a first date and we decided to grab drinks, but it was around dinner time, mm-hmm. I think it's just. Like, it's okay to also grab food. Definitely. I do, too. Like, yeah. appetizer or something, yeah, at like least. A, I find it really weird when the when it's, like, this weird thing where it's like, oh, okay, like, I can pay for myself. I don't need you to pay for me. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, I don't want to be hungry. Yeah. yeah. There's a to cover that topic later. Yeah, that's a good one. I can't wait yeah. to get in. Yeah. <laughs> There's a difference between, like, a few tapas and, like, a four-course dinner yeah. with, with someone on the, on the first date. And I think it's important to clarify as a guy ahead of time, like, hey, like, are you down for, like, appetizers and drinks? Or, like, just checking in because that's a human need. Mm-hmm. And if you are going to schedule a date at 7 p.m., you don't know whether or not you should eat or not eat before the date. It's, like, this awkward kind of, like, do you bring it up? Yeah, and sometimes you just don't have time to eat. Yeah, and you don't have time and yeah. you're just hungry. You, like, are rushing from work. I also, like, walk walking and talking dates. So I like kind of adventure mm-hmm. dates where it's like you meet yeah. at one place on the Embarcadero. You maybe have a plan to like stop and you kind of feel it out. Like, hey, do you want to try a bite here? Do you want to grab a drink here? Do you want to grab tea? Yeah. And you kind of yeah. just walk around and see where it goes and you can kind of bounce around. I like um, more of that date, especially on a nice day in San Francisco on a day. And I prefer that the first date is something that offers both of us an out and is short enough, right? Like, I'm not sure after the first 10 minutes whether I'm going to want to go through an entire dinner with you, right? Mm. So, like, yeah. coffee, drinks, 
meet at the park. Meet at the park even feels like a real engagement. You don't feel like you can ditch a person from the park. <laughs> after like I mean, I, an hour. true. Uh, I think the point that is funny. we have to clarify though is where is this person coming from on this first date? Is this someone that you met at a party and then you're going on a date with and you already have a level of association and comfortability and interest, or is it a rando on a dating app date? Because that'll completely change what the first date's going to be based on if you already feel excited and have a strong um, affinity for this person already versus if it's a stranger that totally changes it. Obviously, picking a public place has to be a thing if it's a an online dating app date and also that's when you want to put yourself in a position you can get out of easily versus if you've already met at a party you had good energy and then you're meeting or you met through a friend you're more likely to do a date that you have uh, a longer time to connect because you're feeling good about it so I think it's like clarifying where the date comes from is super important to know what kind of date it's going to be especially if you know anything about them going into the date like if you both know you love yoga and you've already met at a party then it wouldn't be awkward to like get tea and go to yoga but it'd be freaking awkward as shit if it's a guy that you've never met on a dating app and you're like let's just start off the date at a yoga studio and you're staring at my ass like i don't know you <laughs> i don't know what your intentions are so nice so what's a first date activity that is boring or overdone hmm. i don't think there is one for me because it's all about who the person is yeah and i, I, I want it to be simple you know like i don't want some commitment like we're gonna go hiking like, no thanks. Like, I really would prefer the boring stuff. Like, coffee, drinks, just give me some FaceTime. I don't like coffee dates. And I basically refuse any date that is getting coffee if it's just, like, this, like, flippant kind of thing for me. I I don't know. Something about it just seems too business and just, and just like, not romantic. So um, I have to have a little more of a flair for romantic feeling for anyone I go on a date with because I want to be courted more. So, but I also don't go on dates with guys that I haven't been introduced to or that I've talked to on the phone before a date. So if I meet them on a dating app, I've already done a phone call with them to vet them enough to know that I would want to have a more romantic date. And, um, uh, yeah, I basically have to have met them in person and then I would rather do something at night that's more romantic, like Amelie wine bar or something like that, or like a, a stroll through the park. But mm. again, I don't like random dates, mm. period. <laughs> Um, what's overdone? Or boring. Or boring. Um, I mean, yeah, I feel like if we're going to get drinks, like, wine bars and whiskey. So I like kind of specialty bars. Like, if this bar is known for wine, or if this place is known for whiskey, or if this place is known for cocktails. Like, something that has a story that tells me something about you. Um, I think that's a good place to start. What, I think what I've generally not liked is when you have someone who's probably new in town and they don't know where to go and they kind of like are on a dating app just looking for social interaction <laughs> and they're like, hey, so like I'm new in town. What's good this weekend? And I'm like, okay, are you, you know, it's like, I feel like in our first engagement, you're not offering any value and you're not even putting in the effort to even try. So why should I keep, you know, why should I spend my time? So I think that's really the only thing that's that's like a no-go for me for the first date. 
I don't really, I'm pretty open to other things. Yeah. And I think the reality is if you're going to hit it off with someone, you're probably going to hit it off with them in a lot of environments. And so I think it's easy to like to peg the problem on something else like the venue or whatever. But the reality is if you're really attracted and you vibe with someone, like you're probably going to like hanging out with them in most environments, aside from a few exceptions of like, if you're in a bar that you physically can't hear them, that's very, very hard to be on a date where Mm -hmm. you can't even learn about them. That throws off the vibe. Or if you're just in like a really like douchey place, like if someone took you to a Trump rally on your first date or some shit, that would probably be the worst, (laughs) the worst first date. (laughs) Like that's, that's uh, the only thing that I could not get down with. But most things I would, you know, I'd I'd fly with it and just kind of see how how they react in any environment. It's important to see. I have to say one thing I don't love is when a guy wants to meet and he makes you go a longer distance than Mm. he goes, you know, Mm -hmm. like that just breaks basic rules of chivalry. Mm -hmm. And I also don't like, like maybe this is like a, a feminist kind of, kind of thing, but if I feel like I'm working around his work schedule, mm-hmm. like something about that really bothers me. Like, oh, you travel so much, don't you? Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. You can fit me mm-hmm. in like maybe at this time close to your <laughs> office. Like mm-hmm. that to me is like a, a no-go. Right. That's a good point. I also, I mean, so on that, I, I feel like you could just say um, I would be happy to do something in this location and let him take it from there yeah or like guys who pick a place that's right by their apartment because that kind of has this association with the pickup okay. artist community of picking spots that are close to where you live so they can easily bring that you a home. community oh, yeah. pickup artist community <laughs> there are communities yeah, community. plural there are multiple pickup artist uh tribes and Ew. leaders gurus <laughs> that's so yeah gross. it's not great it's not great it's not very feminist, to tell you that much. Went to one of those events, it was super awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think at the end of the day, too, it's about, as a guy, I think, trying to understand where the woman's coming from and making her life easier and also trying to get a feel for what she appreciates ahead of time instead of ass- asserting whatever your thing is. It's like, let's make a plan together that that works. And I think we appreciate the collaboration. Oh, I have mixed feelings about the collaboration part. Like, on the one hand, it's, it's nice that he's considering me. On the another, on another hand, make a decision. I'm like, <laughs> just yeah, like, pick something. be a man. Yeah, oh, but, just make a plan, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I think I'm yeah. pretty down for whatever, usually, sure. right? So, the... Like, I can imagine, like, there are probably a lot of people more picky than I am who would want a say, but I'm just, like, just just make a decision. Like, I don't even like to decide where to go for dinner, you know? Like, please just decide. I'll go. Yeah, there's definitely something that turns off the attraction when you just can never make anything happen. You can't take action, and it's like you're constantly going back and forth. Like, at some point, you're just like, fuck it. Just pick a spot. Yeah. I just want to meet you. Like, this is getting really annoying at this point. Yeah. So, if... I think you have to make a decision pretty fast. You can do a quick kind of check in on with the girl, right. like, you know, to get a feel and then like make a decision, but right. don't like freaking belabor it. And then just be like, oh, okay, well I found a place that's like vegan and vegetarian. Is that okay? And like, just like freaking or, out. Or like and then... changing the plan, like last moment. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like, I don't know whether they're trying to be considerate to me or they're generally like a mind changing kind of person, but like, mm-hmm. don't um, like set a, set a time and place. And then the day of offer two other options. I'm true. like, what the fuck? True, true, true. Uh, mm-hmm. I I do that. 
Yeah. There's different styles, you know. Human yeah. beings are complex. <laughs> we have different. Preferences. I mean, but, but to be fair, I I will I will let the person know that I might do that up front. Sure. So, and people do like their schedule does change. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of having that open communication. Which, if you're going to be in a relationship with them, you have to prove that you can communicate well. So I think it's already filtering them out if you can't figure your shit out at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So who pays on a first date? What do you prefer? I prefer that the guy pays on the first date and in fact, probably on most dates. And I've in recent, like in the recent 12 months or so, I've started to just be like pretty open in the conversation about it with the guy. When the bill comes, I really prefer that he's assertive, you know, no room for ambiguity. Bill hits the table, man grabs it, pulls it over his side before you can even be like, wait, who is going to pay for this, <laughs> right? Like, unambiguous. Now, if you really do want to split the bill and you have, like, this, uh, some kind of beliefs around that, I still, I don't know, leaving that thing in the middle of the table so you're like, like, I hate the feeling of, like, oh, shit, should I get my card? Should I should I do the motion for the card and see if he gets it first? That That's a shitty feeling. Mm-hmm. I'm beginning to think that a man should... Be a little bit more uh, assertive if that's what he expects to happen, because I I hate that ambiguity. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, so here's what happens: guy guy's ambiguous, things still in the middle of the table. He kind of weakly pulls out his card. So I feel like doing a polite thing. I weakly pull out my card and give him ample opportunity to like tell me it's fine. And if he really doesn't, and my card reaches the table, so last time this happened. As I'm putting down the card, I look him in the eye and I say, so are you a split the bill kind of guy or pay the bill kind of guy? And I like drop my card and he is like, split the bill. I was like, got it. Tell me why. And, you know, I'm a coach. I've heard all kinds of shit. Like it doesn't fluster me, but he was like, well, that's kind of an intense conversation. (laughs) I was like. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. And then yada, yada, yada. But anyhow, I prefer a guy pays. <laughs> well, I'm kind of, what kind of, Makes me kind feel of curious. taken care of. I'm kind of curious how that conversation went. Mm-hmm. Oh, he said... Oh, it wasn't the best answer. He said, well, uh, women make money now, too. And um, in my mind, I'm like, well, I don't care. I don't care if I make twice as much money as you because, like, <laughs> the traditional roles. Listen, I show up and be pretty, and you show up and pay. Costs a lot more money for women to get the beauty level that men yeah. want to see on a date most of the time. Yeah. There's a lot of time and money preparation that goes into our showing up on a date more so than a guy is going to put in. I mean, men are getting more into the beautification. Uh, you can see ads nowadays that there are a lot more um, targeted ads for men to do a moisturizer and to do this and men wearing makeup now. But it's still definitely not even. And well, I have a lot of thoughts on this. I don't know if it's my turn to go. But basically, go. I have a lot of thoughts on the... Uh, the men paying on the first date or not. So here's how I feel. I think if you're on the date, you both say it's a Tinder date. This happened to me when I was doing my dating blog challenge before I met my boo, who I love. But when I was on the dating apps doing this challenge, I uh, met this guy and we met at a bar. Totally fine date. He wasn't an asshole. He wasn't great. He was kind of boring. There was no way that I was interested in him. Um, 
Sorry, I just wasn't on the Sounds level. Sounds like a winner. Yeah, he just wasn't on the level. So for me on that date, it was just like, well, I'm happy to pay half because I don't want you to get the idea that I'm interested in this because mm. I'm not. This didn't feel like a date it's to a me. It's a good signal. So I'm happy, to, I'm happy to pay. He actually was super sweet and was like, I got it. We only got like, he didn't even get a drink, which is fine. Again, I'm not against people who don't drink alcohol because he was doing his uh, keto training, whatever. <laughs> but I was just like, well, I'm definitely getting a margarita. So, you know, and he was not against that. But anyways, he paid for my margarita, which I thought was a sweet gesture. Um, but at the end of the day, that was my way of saying, like, I'm happy because this felt more like a friendly hangout or a business hangout, but it did not feel like a date. So I don't want you to pay. But if he offered it, I thought it was gentlemanly because at the end of the day, I am a matchmaker and a dating coach. If you are friends with me, I will probably introduce you to my friends. It's a smart move to, <laughs> to uh, be in good standing with me. So I was like, you're smart. But here's how I feel overall, though. If it's a guy that I'm actually excited about and we've had a really romantic date and it's the vibes are there and the guy doesn't pay on the first date, I definitely get weirded out because I think it's a sign of chivalry. I think it's generosity. Yeah. I think it's... Um, just something that feels good as a woman to feel more feminine. And, yes. you know, yes, we are working nowadays. And that's great. How I feel is it, I would pay the second or third date. I don't like splitting bills ever. I think it only works if you've been dating for a little while for it to not feel transactional. But the beginning first dates, I think it's better for one person to handle the whole bill. And then as the woman, maybe the next date you grab the bill and yeah. you surprise them. Or, you know, you go out for um, for drinks um, the next time and then you go to dessert and you pay for one of those. And so you trade off. But what drives me crazier than anything else is a guy, if you are splitting the bill on a date, and he's like, well, you got this side, and I got this side, and there's like a $2 difference, and they like nickel and dime. There's nothing that dries up your pussy more yeah. than a freaking like nickel and diming of you're splitting the bill. Yeah. Like, just totally kills any of the romantic physical energy. Right. Like, uh, one time I remember... This was a split the bill situation again, which I'm just appalled by. <laughs> I don't think this happens anywhere but the U.S. This is weird shit. I like and, the guys in Italy and South America. Am I right? Right. It, like, I of mean, of course I would pay. Asian for you. guys too. They know to pay the bill. Nice. So, uh, it's like he's a split the bill, and I'm like, fine, whatever. And so we're splitting it, and then he's like, he 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 does like a like a sort of act of generosity where he's like, well. I was the one who, I was the one who wanted the appetizer, so I'll get the appetizer. <laughs> <laughs> San Francisco guy got a lot to get out. Okay. Yeah, funny. but totally with the act of generosity, and it's a sign that a man wants to take care of me. It's not that I need a man to take care of me, but the fact that he wants to, and mm -hmm. plus, that's what the tradition and convention has been for so long. So for a man to decide he wants to split, he's making a very conscious decision to defy a convention. Mm, that's a good point. You know, like, be ready to back that up and, mm. like, don't, like, kind of, like, sneak yeah. that up. And, yeah. yeah. I think the other hard part is if a guy invites you to a really, really swanky restaurant that you didn't pick out and then the bill is high and then they expect you to go have these where you're, like well, I didn't necessarily want to go to, like, this restaurant or have this level of expense, right? And you don't have these conversations ahead of time. Remember, so it's bad kind of first awkward. dates, dinners. Yeah, again, don't, like, put yourself in a situation where you're going to regret having to pay the bill. So don't pick a really expensive place or don't pick a crazy dinner meal if you don't want to. Um, you know, and I do feel bad that, like, that it adds up, right? If a woman is being a freaking biatch to a guy on a date, he should not have to pay. That, I think, is annoying when a woman is just like, well, guy should pay no matter what. And the woman is being flat out disrespectful and she still thinks he should pay. I think the guy has every right to be like, like, no. But if you're on a normal date 
where nothing hits the fan and things go haywire, um, then I think like it's a courteous move. And I think the, the karma of doing it ultimately will pay out. You know, you might lose a few paying for beverages of girls that are not interested in you or whatever. And that's a price you have to pay. But ultimately I think the karma, you will end up meeting uh, the right person down the line. And uh, women talk, you know, women talk to each other. Eventually the word will get out. If you're a freaking cheapskate, you know, mm-hmm. we talk to each other about guys we meet. We don't have the app at Lulu anymore, but you know, I think you need to take care of people in general. And um, at the end of the day, like, I think you know what feels right. And again, what you said, I think it's about conviction. Decide what your standpoint is and just go with it because confidence is in the clarity of what you feel is right. So if you're like a split the bill guy, then be like, hey, you know what? Before this even gets awkward, you know, we all know what that feeling is like at the end of the night where we have the bill. How do we feel about this? Like, are we cool to split it? Like, that's so much more confident than the awkward okay, like, I don't know, that is unsexy. I can handle a guy just standing behind, like, hey, I'm a feminist. Or, hey, here's my belief. Mm -hmm. You can't fight that. Great. Great. I agree. Anything to add? Uh, Well, that was a very heated discussion. Um, (laughs) I'm the same way, so generally I will always make the gesture to pay, um, even when I like the guy. Uh, When I do like him, I prefer that he insists on paying. Um, The only time I insist on paying when the guy has offered to pay is when I don't actually like him and I don't want to walk away from the date feeling like I took advantage of a guy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or you owe Um, him something. Or or I owe him something, yeah. So I think actually me insisting to pay on a first date is generally a bad sign coming out of the date. Um, I think men should pay for the first three dates, meaning aggressively insist on mm-hmm. paying. And I think after that, I'm pretty open to uh, kind of just alternating picking up the bill. I also tend to, I think I tend to um, lean more on the side of like, I don't, I definitely don't mind spending money on my man, but I like to spend it on like when I am planning a date or Mm -hmm. when I'm doing something cute for him. Like if I'm booking tickets ahead of time, like I would never book tickets and be like, Hey, can you Venmo me like $90 for (laughs) these, you know, for this Broadway show? So I wouldn't do that. I would rather that like when we go out on dates, like he's picking up the bill, but then just knowing that I am going to treat him to Mm -hmm. cute, wonderful things. Definitely. It comes around. and I like to buy things for guys. Like, any too. guy I'm dating is going to get, like, a sweater or two. Because we're sentimental. <laughs> we notice things that we know they need and I we know they shit. like. I just got... I'm Unicorn. Oh, nice shit. I just got Tanner, like, a, a present randomly based on an inside joke that we had because I listened to it and I didn't even need to wait till Christmas. I just wanted to give it to him because I wanted to see the look on his face, you know? Like, yeah. women do that. We yeah. definitely want to do nice things. And I think we are working now. We have now. shopping problems, too. Yeah. yeah, there you go. We have money. We are working now. But there is something so sexy about a guy wanted to um to offer on those first few dates and you know whether or not i like it or not i definitely will judge if they don't offer and i do think women always should be like oh wait well let me help and then it's the guy's job to be like no 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 no, i got it but i don't think women should act entitled they're entitled to getting paid for i think they always need to genuinely offer and be ready for the guy to accept it but i do think the guy should fight them on it because it's attractive i had this interesting experience fairly recently with a guy like I could tell that money wasn't too big of a deal for him because I think our first date was like a fairly expensive brunch and the second date he was booking like an omakase which is like multi-hundred dollars and then prior to that we ended up going to a bar and um I just felt like if you're gonna take me to omakase tonight 
I should probably pick up the bar check. Um, yeah. And then that ended up being over a hundred dollars because he had like four or five drinks and I had one, um, which I'm still kind of like, you know, not, not a big deal. Like I know we're going to Omakase, but I was just like, okay, like this is Mm. like, I, I appreciate you taking me to nice things, but you're also assuming that I, you know, and I want to make the kind of at least some contribution to that, but but I kind of felt like it, it was a little too much. Yeah. Like if you're at a bar like before dinner or after dinner and the girl is only having a drink or Beyond two. Level. Yeah. Yeah. Like don't drink four. Don't go to no. four or five drinks. That's weird. Well, and the same goes for reverse, right? If a guy's taking you out for dinner, like I would feel really guilty ordering the most expensive mm-hmm. thing. Me on too. The menu, and I wouldn't right? do it. Like I'm, I'm sensitive to that to like, I actually, I actually do when I ask the guy what he want what's what he's gonna get, like I actually benchmark the nice. cost of my thing too, just to make sure I'm I think not just that's like I wanna really get the thing that costs twice as much. That's really good. And I think like I just have one like last point on this is that I think it's important to be a good partner. You know where the person across from you, where they are in their life. So say you know you're dating an academic researcher versus you're dating a tech uh, giant, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like maybe you know that going into the date or you're more aware of that. And so you do offer to make those gestures because you care about that person. Say you are on a third date. You know, if you're with a Google exec, like you could be like, all right, you know, yeah, you can handle it. But if you're with somebody who's a teacher or something in the mm-hmm. Bay area, yeah, I mean, they're doing really good work for the world. They're not necessarily getting paid off as well in this capitalistic society. So, you know, maybe you, you do step up and say, Hey, you know what? Like I'm happy to, to contribute. And I'm sure it would mean a lot to them, right? But the same token, if you need to, like, as a guy, if you're asking a girl on a date, you should just pick a date that's in your financial means. Yeah. So if you are a teacher and you're tight on a, on your budget that month, don't pick out a super expensive cocktail bar, okay? Like, you can do other dates that are not necessarily super expensive, but they're still really fun. Like, women just like effort. So we like when a guy actually just spends any sort of time thinking about something ahead of time because a lot of guys don't. So even if you were to pick up, find out a bottle of wine that that this girl, that your girl you're going out with likes, and you pick out a romantic, beautiful view, say it's like a second or third date. Like, just the fact of you getting a bottle of wine and, like, a blanket and, like, a, a block of cheese and picking out a view spot can be, like, the best date ever instead of going to an expensive cocktail bar. So you can make the experience really fun. Like, you can even create, like, this, like, weird little, like, scavenger hunt or something. Like, get creative within your financial means and don't put yourself in a position that you could be really angry and upset at the girl, but you chose the, the spot. So then it's, like, all this tension, and no one's even addressing, like, where it's coming from. And that's not a good uh, ingredient for for sex and attraction and chemistry (laughs) when you have all this bitterness. So just avoid (laughs) situations that you're going to get upset about. So that's how I feel about it. Thanks for listening. To help other men find the podcast, please rate it on iTunes and write a review. Also, I'd love to hear your feedback. Which question did you find most helpful? Email me, greg at makeonlinedatingfun.com. And remember, to get your questions answered, go to makeonlinedatingfun.com slash questions. Did you want to introduce yourselves first name only, or do you want to be anonymous? I'm, I'm happy to share my name. Yeah, my name. That, that way the hot guys can identify me more easily. They can LinkedIn me later. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs>